You don't put those inside of you, do you? This is a show about women. I mean, you do? Finally, a show about women that isn't just a thinly veiled aspirational nightmare. It's not hosted, not narrated. We're just dropping into a woman's world. I found out when my dad was gay when I was 10. We were in a convertible on the 405 freeway, listening to the B-52s. Looking back, I should have said, this is gay. This is already all gay. <laughs> Listen to Finally a Show on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. John Stewart is back in the host chair at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. Join late-night legend John Stewart and the best news team for today's biggest headlines, exclusive extended interviews, and more. Now this is a second term we can all get behind. Listen to The Daily Show Ears Edition on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Vanessa Bayer, and this is my brother, Jonah. And we are so excited to have you hear the latest season of our nostalgia-themed podcast, How Did We Get Weird? Not only do you get to know me and my brother, you get to know the stories that made us the absolutely rad people we are today. Like you, Jonah, who's a music person and also a mental health counselor. And you, Vanessa, who is an actress, comedian, and I think you even wrote a children's book. Wow. I sure did. Check out our episodes where we've welcomed hilarious guests like our friend Andy Samberg. That's it. That's really it. And Queen Casey Wilson. I really went cart before the horse. I said, I think I have an opportunity to interview Leonardo DiCaprio. (laughs) As a high school student. Plus, legendary sisters Amber Ruffin and Lacey Lamar. You would pull the bag out and then we would eat eat all the leftover leftover chocolate chips, which was a lot. Then you'd roll the barrel up up the hill and then one of us would get inside the barrel and they'd push you down. And we've also had an amazing guest like Mike the Miz, Jason Isbell, Carrie Brownstein and Corin Tucker of Slater Kinney, and many more. And you do not want to miss out on our funny segments like Change.Dork. <laughs> Change.Dork. And congratulations, you played yourself. Congratulations, you played yourself. Listen to our podcast, How Did We Get Weird, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Collective, welcome to the sacred space. To this peaceful plane of existence. This portal through which we access divine wisdom. This portal to your truest, highest self. The sanctuary where you can't be distracted by the superficial distractions of everyday life. This gateway to complete enlightenment. This digital shrine that we call the me in mysticism. Please enjoy this sound bath for you. 
three carne asada tacos, please, with extra guac. Katinka, no last name, like Sting. Yes, I'm on file. Delivery, please. Forty minutes. Could it be fifteen? It's an emergency. No. Okay, that's fine. Thank you. Goodbye. Is the sound bath over or? Clark, you just interrupted the sound bath. That was still part of it. You ordering tacos was part of it? Yes, there is nothing more calming than listening to myself doing stuff for myself. I'm sorry. That was just an unconventional sound, I guess, for a sound bath. So what can I say? I am always innovating, Clark. Eating cereal out of the Tibetan singing bowl instead of playing it was definitely an interesting choice. What? Clark, no, you can't play a bowl. I think you can. It's called a Tibetan singing bowl. No. Clark, in your American culture, there is no greater influence than American Idol, the TV show. But everything isn't about singing, Clark. I've never watched American Idol. Listen close. This called a Tibetan singing bowl. After an ancient Tibetan proverb about a monk ready to break his fast. He fasted for so long that by the end, he was so overwhelmed by his own hunger that he became slave to it. When it was time to break his fast, he greedily filled his bowl with all the cooked seeds that were available to him, leaving none for anyone else, man or beast. The bowl was piled high with so many piping hot seeds. It was so full that it was heavy in his weak, weak arm, and he had to set it down in the sand. But once he did, oh, it sunk straight down. It was so heavy, and the sand swallowed it whole. And so the monk did not get to break his fast at all. Instead, He was forced to fast even longer because of his uncontrollable greed. That is why it is called a Tibetan sinking bowl. Don't be too greedy, or your dinner will sink straight into the earth. The end. You are welcome. No questions. Welcome to mysticism. I am Katinka. Katinka is mysticism, so welcome to me. My beautiful sensual collective, today on the Me in Mysticism, we will be discussing the complex and often confusing topic of past lives and reincarnation. Thank goodness Mercury is out of retrograde finally, because that would make this discussion only more confusing. Oh, that's great that Mercury is direct now. So what does Mercury in retrograde usually mean? It means a bad time to have important conversations, to sign contracts, schedule vital meetings, make big decisions. Mercury retrograde disrupts communication, technology, travel, logic, and information. It's a horrible time of huge misunderstanding. So when Mercury goes direct, all those areas are great? Yes. So maybe we can circle back to the topic of where exactly in the world you're from. It seems whenever I ask you that question, Mercury goes into retrograde and then you say you can't answer. 
truth. Mercury just went into retrograde again, Glor. Everything is suddenly so confusing again. I don't really feel the difference. You're just not sensitive to the energies, Glor. Oh, it's a mess right now. Oh, what are we doing here? What is this? It's a microphone. We're doing a podcast episode about past lives and reincarnation. Maybe we can just start talking about that. I don't know if we even can now, Clar. Like, I was a famous person in a past life, but I can't talk about it because you're going to accuse me of being a dictator. Why would I do that? Because you're going to misunderstand because of Mercury retrograde. It sounds like you're saying you were a dictator in a past life, then. I can't say I was, and I can't say I wasn't, Clar. Some things just aren't black and white. You're not going to get it. Well, that's too bad, because didn't you tell me once in a past life you were also Adam from the Bible, the first man ever created? I would have loved to hear more about that, but I guess we can't talk about it now, huh? Mm, yeah, yeah, that, it really sucks that I, that I can't talk about, about that now. Oh, whoa, wait. Mercury just went direct again. Okay, so here's the deal. I was Adam from Adam and Eve, and I know this because I still feel like I'm Adam, like that feeling that there's nobody else on the whole planet except me, so I can do whatever I want, eat all the fruit because he's all for me, be naked everywhere, which is the number one reason I get arrested. And I have donated four of my ribs to various women on the brink of death who needed rib transplants. So, like, I am the reason those women are alive. It's like... How could I not be Adam from Adam and Eve? All these hobbies come so naturally to me, Clar. It does seem like you have a lot in common. I kind of feel that way whenever I'm near water, like a sense of familiarity that can't really be explained by my life experience in this life. Like, I feel very at home on boats. It makes me wonder if I was once an explorer or even a pirate. No, that's wrong. You're misunderstanding your feelings right now, probably because Mercury actually just went back in the retrograde. Like, right now, I just noticed. So, yeah. What I'm seeing for you is you are a fishing net. A fishing net? Yeah, like, I'm just seeing you as a net. Like, do you sometimes feel like you want to hold 100 pounds of fish? No. Okay, okay, see, that's the mental confusion from Mercury retrograde talking. I think holding tons of fish probably feels really natural to you. It doesn't feel resonant. No, it does. It does. Yeah, Mercury retrograde is just making you feel that it's not. Huh, okay, but a net isn't a living thing. How you know? Uh, Show me the proof that nets don't have cells. I'm not sure how to prove that. I want a peer-reviewed randomized control trial study confirming this, please. Yeah, I'm positive no such study exists. Mm-hmm. So we don't know. I mean, I guess you're right. You know, I also feel very connected to craftspeople who work with tools. Like, maybe I was a smith of some sort in the 1500s or something like that. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, 
featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I don't understand what the big fat ones are. You don't put those inside of you, do you? I mean, you do? This is a show about women. Okay, so I just reapply my lip gloss after eating a delicious lunch. We are headed back now to European political systems class at Baruch College. Woo! Finally, a show about women that isn't just a thinly veiled aspirational nightmare. That's it. That's actually the name of the show. It's not hosted, not narrated. We're just dropping into a woman's world. It's like reality TV on the radio. I found out when my dad was gay when I was 10. We were in a convertible on the 405 freeway, listening to the B-52s. Looking back, I should have said, this is gay. This is already all gay. (laughs) Listen to Finally a Show on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let me pull card on this for you, Clara. Oh, great. Yeah, I'm so curious. Okay, for listeners who want to follow along, I'm using the Rider Weight deck. Spirit. Why does Clara feel connected to craftsmanship? Oh, shoot. Eight of Pentacles. Yeah, yeah. You're a big tool, Clara. Like a huge tool. And also... <gasps> Shoot, wait, shoot. You're my huge tool, Clar. This guy is me. I was famous sculptor working with my hammer and chisel. The chisel is you, Clar. The chisel. Yes, Clar. It looks just like you. It's a chunk of stone. And I have used that exact phrase to describe you to people. See? I would spend all day as a sculptor hitting you with a hammer over and over again. This explains a lot about our dynamic. We have such a rich history, Clar. Spirit, show me another life where Clar and I knew each other. <gasps> oh, shoot! The two of cups! <gasps> Literally the card about relationship between two people. So that's you and me? Oh, no, no, no. We're not the people. The floating lion head with wings that came down from the sky is me. And then you see that little tiny house in the background? Yes. 
Okay, you see that little tiny little chimney on the house? Yeah. That's you, Clark. So I'm not even my own house? I'm just part of the house? Be happy, Clark. You probably have Santa inside you. Oh, that's not what... I I don't like that. Santa is not real, Clark. We all know this. So what exactly were you here? Like, what's a winged lion head? Oh, it's alien. Yeah, I was alien. I still am alien. This was me when I first came down from the sky to incarnate on Earth. But you just told us about two past lives you had as humans. Yes, but before life on Earth, I was alien. This is true for the first people ever incarnated on Earth. Oh, so like Adam and Eve. Yes, Adam and Eve were just the first two. But then a bunch of other aliens joined them. And the truth is, the Garden of Eden was actually... Atlantis. That was the first civilization on Earth ever. So, yes, I was an Atlantean. So, when you were Adam, you were living in Atlantis at the time. Yes. What was that like? So, so cool, Clark. It was an advanced republic with the richest art, culture, science, and, of course, the most beautiful casinos. Casinos, as in gambling? Yes, casinos. One of the most ancient of delights. Why do you think New Jersey named their casino town Atlantis City? In reference to the lost city of Atlantis. Isn't it called Atlantic City? Oh, Clark, Clark. Mercury is still in retrograde and really scrambling up your brain. But look, I just Googled it. It's Atlantic City. Okay, Mercury Retrograde is now making Google confused. I told you, it can affect technology, Clar. You did tell me that. When you're this sensitive to the energies, you don't need internet fact checkers. You can just kind of sense when the internet is right or wrong, huh? Yes. Yes, this kind of sensitivity is very normal for a starseed alien like me. What does starseed mean? Starseeds are a kind of alien who have incarnated on Earth to help the planet. Oh, that's really beautiful. Yeah, but um, I do have to say something about this that nobody's going to like. Oh, is that the Mercury retrograde talking, or is this our incensed segment? Well, perfect timing, because Mercury just went as direct as Martin Scorsese, a director. This is definitely our incensed segment. So what hot take are you burning to share this week, Katinka? Okay, okay, here it goes. <laughs> Everyone believe starseeds are light workers here to raise the vibration of the planet. The kind of crazy thing about me is I'm a starseed here to lower the vibration of the planet. So that sounds like you're not helping the planet. Wrong. I'm helping it by being unhelpful. I'm like if Severus Snape was a starseed. Kind of a big jerk that's spreading bad energy, but all in the name of secret love for Harry Potter's mom. Who does Lily Potter represent in this metaphor? Literally the whole world. Okay, so it kind of sounds like tough love. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is love so tough that it looks like hatred? Mm. Like I'm here to make the vibration so bad that you all have to raise your vibrations just to balance me out. Okay, so you're like the common enemy. Exactly. And so by association, I do raise the vibration of the planet, but I do it by being a total bitch. Yeah, that seems really counterintuitive. Can you give an example of this? Yes. One time I was burning sage to cleanse the space for a group ceremony I was leading on the stock market trading floor in Wall Street. Wow, I'm shocked they'd invite you to do that. They did not, no. Nobody asked me to do this. But I don't wait until I'm asked. I'm proactive. How was it received? Very, very poorly, yeah. Especially after I killed Jeff. Wait, what? Who is Jeff? Big Wall Street guy, real negative energy. And you see, burning sage eliminates negative energy. So I burned the sage, and it eliminated Jeff. Because turns out, He was 100% negative energy. And that was just a fraction of what I shook up over there at the New York Stock Exchange, 20 Broad Street, New York City, zip code 10005, on September 28, 2008. Oh, okay, okay, I think we should move on. We are literally recording this. Yeah, I hope so, recording us what a podcast is, Clark. You taught me that. Yeah, but that's why I don't think you should talk about maybe killing someone on the air. No, I definitely killed them. I take full credit. September 28, 2008, 3.30 p.m. Jeff was perfectly healthy no. with no comorbidities. Uh, I have no other alibi. Shh, 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 shh. My point is, it looked like I'm lowering the vibration here with stuff like murder. But, like, nobody misses Jeff, you know what I mean? Let's move on. Um, who is sponsoring this episode, Katinka? A very important charitable organization called Let Cats Talk. Clark, cats are whip smart, right? Yeah. But have you noticed? They don't seem to talk. Right, Clark? Right. Please don't interrupt, Clark. That was rhetorical. Sorry. Cats don't talk. How is this even possible? To be the smartest animal in the world and not talk? To be worshipped in ancient Egypt and not talk? Ever? Something just doesn't add up. Hi, I'm Katinka. I'm anti-violence, but even I have to drop a bomb right now. A truth bomb. Cats don't talk, and it's not by choice. We are not allowing them to talk because we have refused to teach them for millennia. Enough is enough. Stop silencing cats. And let's start getting them the education they need to start doing the easiest thing, talking. They're smarter than this. They're better than this. They're better than us, and we all know it. They could take over the world someday, maybe. Let's at least give them the chance to try. If you're interested in learning more, please check out the work that Lekash Talk is doing. There are 94 chapters nationwide across three states, New Mexico, Florida, and Vermont, where a lot of old ladies with cats retire. Find your local chapter today or start your own. We have to get the message out. For as long as cats continue to not speak, we have to be their voice and speak for them. Thank you. They seem like a super active organization. 
in those three states. So active, Clara. I wouldn't be surprised if cats in Florida are starting to say basic phrases now, like, I'm watching you, or keep your friends close but your enemies closer. You know, stuff cats would say. Definitely useful phrases for cats. Katinka, today we have a very special guest all the way from Joshua Tree. Is it the Burning Man? That's not a person. It's an event. Uh, it's called Burning Man, not the Burning Event. Okay, well, it's still not Burning Man. Today we have a world-renowned spiritual entrepreneur disrupting entrepreneurship. And here she is, Jaya Astradar. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. But my pronoun is actually it because I do identify as a corporation. Jaya, I'm so sorry. Thank you for the correction. It is such a pleasure to have you, it. Tell me, what does it mean to be disrupting entrepreneurship? Hmm... As a SoCal entrepreneur, a capitalist who abstains from capitalism in theory, I believe that leadership is inappropriate, and I am a leader in that belief. Wow, 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 so disruptive. But as a CEO, are you not a leader? Well, as a CEO, I do lead, but I don't identify as a leader per se so if others call me a leader that is an act of violence yes 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 people do this to me all the time when i tell them i identify as someone who plays harp but then they get so mad when i can't play harp now you are ceo of how many business 33 incredible what are some of your companies Most people know me as the founder-CEO of alternative shoe concept Hooves, founder-CEO of Lucid Dreaming Fitness Movement Peloton, and self-declared brand ambassador of just the general concept of brands. Yes, those are the big ones. What are some of your newer startups that you're most excited about? I did just open a boutique bell shop in West Hollywood called Bling My Bell, which provides handcrafted bespoke bells for professionals and ordinary people alike and brings bell education to the masses. It is so important to make bells accessible to everybody. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I've also just launched Juniper, the first meal-sharing app serving people in the greater L.A. area who need help finishing a meal. Our main demographic is people who ate four bites and then got super full, they swear. I hear that is a growing problem in L.A. Yeah, we really need to spread awareness, and I do think Juniper could be a robust solution. Any other recent launches? My most recent launch was a new brand called Storio that tells the stories of how other brands created their brand stories because the story of writing your story is also by definition a story. I always say anything can be a story if you just start it with Once Upon a Time. Yeah, framing is everything. I called it Storio because it's like a stereo for brand stories, like a podcast, except it's disrupting podcasts by telling stories that 
Nobody wants to hear or asked to hear. I definitely don't want to hear stories like that. So, yeah, you nailed that. Thank you. Jaya, now, your upcoming project was particularly exciting to us, considering the topic of today's episode, Past Lives and Reincarnation. Tell us about it. Yeah, yeah. So we have social media platforms to help us keep in touch with our social networks in this life. But what about keeping in touch with our social networks not in this life? It's great to reconnect with classmates from high school or that colleague from your first job or your second grade teacher. But What about reconnecting with the man who fought by your side in the War of 1812, or the traveling doctor who visited to drain your family's bile every few months, or that one Viking who spared your mother when your coastal town was raided and pillaged? Facebook can't really help us there, but Tracebook can. So my team and I are creating Tracebook to help people trace their steps from before their first steps. Wow, I need this so much. Kind of like you were saying, I don't identify as a dictator in a past life, but I have been trying to reconnect with a few million people from when I did some kind of dictatory things in their country because I really want to smooth things over with them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tracebook would be great for that. That's exactly the pain point that we're trying to solve. And what inspired you to create this? What is your personal story with reincarnation? Well, my history of being a CEO dates back long before I was in this body. I have 33 companies as Jaya Astrodar, but through past life regression therapy, I've actually uncovered a total of over 600 companies of which I've been CEO. So it seems the earthly experience that my soul is choosing over and over again is the corporate CEO experience. Fascinating. What are some of those CEO experiences from past lives that you remember? I actually spearheaded the paleo food movement in the Paleolithic era. And by spearheaded, I mean I killed the original CEO with a spear and took over his startup and called it mine. That's just how we did business then. So you really created the caveman diet in caveman times. Yeah, yeah. I was also a pioneer in the rope industry. It was cutting edge at that time to tie objects together. Everyone was doing it. It was really such a craze. Wow, I still use rope every day. My house is full of ropes. I use it to tie all my hay together. Yeah, that's a great use for rope. Jaya, how can our listeners find you? Yeah, if you'd like to book me to speak at you, you can reach me at any quiet place under a tree because I am also disrupting silence in nature. A disruptor through and through. Jaya, thank you so much for joining us today. I can't wait to join Tracebook once it goes live. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Bye, Jaya. Yeah, blessings. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other. 
as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award winning singer, songwriter and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. I don't understand what the big fat ones are. You don't put those inside of you, do you? I mean, you do? Yes. This is a show about women. Okay, so I just reapply my lip gloss after eating a delicious lunch. We are headed back now to European political systems class at Baruch College. Woo! Finally, a show about women that isn't just a thinly veiled aspirational nightmare. That's it. That's actually the name of the show. It's not hosted, not narrated. We're just dropping into a woman's world. It's like reality TV on the radio. I found out when my dad was gay when I was 10. We were in a convertible on the 405 freeway, listening to the B-52s. Looking back, I should have said, this is gay. This is already all gay. (laughs) Listen to Finally a Show on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Alec Baldwin. This past season on my podcast, Here's the thing. I spoke with more actors, musicians, policymakers, and so many other fascinating people, like actress and director Cheryl Hines. They were looking for an unknown actress (laughs) to play Larry David's wife. I said, well, how old is that guy? Isn't he old? (laughs) And author David Sedaris. You know, like when you meet somebody and they'll say, well, I want to be a writer or I want to be an artist. And I say, well, is it all you care about? Because if it's not, it's going to be pretty hard for you. If you're not on fire, it's like opening the door of an oven. And it's like, wow, you know, you take a step back. It's all they think about. It's all they talk about. It's all they care about. They don't have relationships. They're not good friends for other people. This is just what they're they're focused on. Listen to the new season of Here's the Thing on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Isn't she such a boss, Clark? She literally is a boss. Sounds like that really is the main thing that she is. So, looks like it's listener Q&A o'clock. Who are we hearing from this week? This week's question comes from Penelope Tabernacki in Alaska. Penelope writes, Dear Katinka, I seem to have many phobias that cannot be rationally explained by my life experiences. In my search to deepen my understanding of myself, I'm wondering where these phobias could possibly come from. Could you shed some light? My birthday is December 25th, 1974 at 7.30 a.m. in Chicago, Wisconsin. Penelope, Christmas baby. 
Okay, Penelope, let me pull up your chart here so I can interpret your placements. Mm-hmm. Ah, okay. So I'm seeing your son is in Capricorn in the 12th house. You have a grounded, realistic approach to life. You keep your eyes on the prize and you know how to buckle down and win it. You may avoid the spotlight, but I was born for it. Wait, what? Why is that in here? Okay, this conjunction between your sun and Mercury is literally telling me right now I was born for the spotlight. (laughs) Okay, your chart is being so weird right now. It's random. Anyway, moving on. So even though you are introspective, you shine when you serve others, and I shine when I'm doing literally anything. What? Why is your birth chart making this a competition between you and me? This is literally just what your chart says. I swear I'm not doing this, Penelope. Oh, I'm so sorry. That's... Oh, let's just try to continue here. Okay. So, I see you also have a strong need for recognition. You're attracted to earthly status symbols. And I'm adopted. I'm adopted? Shoot! Your planets say that about me. Actually, from here on out, your birth chart, like, barely mentions you. It's like all about me. Uh, one second, Penelope. Sorry, just give me like two minutes. I'm just reading something. Wait, what? They say I'm not an extrovert. I'm a social introvert. <gasps> no. The film Paddington 2 is actually all about me? I don't remember any of that. Oh my god. Oh shoot. Oh my god. I'm somehow from Russia, Brazil, and Sweden all at once. Clar! There's there's your answer. That answer just raises so many more questions for me. Okay, that is it, Penelope. Your birth chart is being completely inappropriate right now. Let's turn to the oracle cards, right? Maybe they can offer some insights for you, Penny P. For those who want to follow along, I'm using the work Your Light Deck by Rebecca Campbell. Okay. Okay. And here we go. Calling in spirit, source energy, Peepee's guides and ascended masters. We're asking about Peepee, not me. Spirit, you hear that? So please shed light on Peepee's phobias from past lives. Why is she so scared? What is... Oh, shoot, no. The mirror card. You literally want me to go look at myself right now, Spirit? In a mirror? This is not the time for this. What I want to ask about is Peepee. It's the no card. It just says no. That's literally all it says. Spirit is shutting this down right now. Okay, this is very awkward, Spirit. Very awkward. But are you saying that you want to talk about me? It's the yes card. 
literally just says yes. Shoot, shoot. I don't want to talk about my spirit, okay? But what do you have to say to me about me? The share your voice card. I guess I'm not expressing myself about myself in other people's readings is the problem. You know, I don't speak up about myself enough and I will start speaking up more about me. I don't even want to. (laughs) It's so crazy how we're so resistant to our own positive growth. You know, Preepy, I think the cards talking about me somehow actually helps you. So I hope you're getting a lot out of your reading about me, Preepy. Okay. So I have to ask, since we're already here, what is it that I am resisting, spirit? Okay. Okay. The warrior woman card. Shoot. Of course. I am not fighting people enough. And these cards show that I must. Because in a past life, and this is just what I'm seeing, I was Lara Croft Tomb Raider. Fighting is in my soul. Shoot. What? Oh, am I resisting my destiny? Oh, this is too much. This is too much. I don't want to fight. I'm anti-violence. I have to fight, though. It's my destiny. Oh, I really don't want to, but I have to dig into this right now. Okay? Shoot, this session is canceled, Peepy. Everything's canceled now. Um, we're... We're just at the end of the show here, Katinka, um, so maybe you, you can just lead us through final announcements and prayer. Final, do very quickly. Final announcement. If you are trying to heal from PTSD, open enrollment is beginning for my PTSD healing program called PTSD Me. Heal your trauma by watching me heal my trauma in front of you. It's eight hours a week for 55 weeks, and the schedule is erratic. Sessions will be whenever I feel triggered. Here is a glowing testimonial from Robert Reef. He says, turns out my own ancestral trauma was also Katinka's ancestral trauma. Apparently, Katinka is my fifth cousin. What I got out of the course was her telling me she is my fifth cousin. Amazing review. Please sign up today. Our final prayer today will be my take on the serenity prayer that is used in many 12-step programs. Here we go. Goddess, grant me the serenity to... Katinka, Katinka, Katinka. Sorry, um are here. They're saying they heard your murder confession. I swear I don't know how. This isn't live. Yeah, but I was live tweeting that conversation, so that's probably how. Of course I'll come with you, officers. I love questions, and trust me, I have all the answers. I'm just gonna walk real slowly so that I can quickly finish up this prayer. God has granted these police officers the serenity to accept the things they cannot change, the courage to change the things they can, and the wisdom to know the difference about me. Thank you. Namaste. That's the end of the show. Um. Namaste? I, I guess. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. 
the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. You don't put those inside of you, do you? This is a show about women. I mean, you do? Finally, a show about women that isn't just a thinly-veiled aspirational nightmare. It's not hosted, not narrated. We're just dropping into a woman's world. I found out when my dad was gay when I was 10. We were in a convertible on the 405 freeway, listening to the B-52s. Looking back, I should have said, this is gay. This is already all gay. (laughs) Listen to Finally a Show on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. John Stewart is back in the host chair at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. Join late night legend John Stewart and the best news team for today's biggest headlines, exclusive extended interviews, and more. Now, this is a second term we can all get behind. Listen to The Daily Show Ears Edition on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.